We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. All right, it is hour four, our fourth and final hour of the day, our 20th and final hour of the week. It's the Cook and Joe Show. Minus Starkey, a little under the weather today. Hopefully he'll be back with me uh, on uh, on Monday. Uh, let's go out to the uh, fan hotline and welcome in a guy who's never tired, never runs out of gas, and never <laughs> under the weather. Uh, the fan hotline is presented by Sullivan Super Service, providing trusted plumbing and HVAC services for over 50 years. Jeff Hathorne. Jeff, uh, I know you and I are going to both be in Buffalo. Hopefully we won't end up in some snow drift Sunday night after the game. You know, I heard reports of a guy biking naked outside of the Bill Stadium yelling in Crinkulin. That wasn't that, that might have been Starkey because he's known to yeah. do stuff like that. Right? I know. I, that's, I'm a little concerned. I, you know what? Listen, I, people start to freak you out about the weather forecast, um, but uh, this looks like it might be one of those all-time games. Like one of those that you're going to remember forever. And, you know, I, I'm excited for it. I really am. Well, I'm excited for the game. I'm not excited for the trip necessarily. <laughs> well, um, they're talking about the same thing in Kansas City. They're saying wind chill could be 25 to 30 below wind chill in Kansas City. Think about oof. that. What kind of people sit outside in that? And I know Those they'll be there, right? Fans. They'll be there. Some dedicated fans will sit out in this and. Uh, listen, we asked a lot of players just in the last 45 minutes here about the weather, and they all say it's all mental. You know, who wants it more? Who's going to let it bother them? Who's going to just stick to their game? And, uh, you know, this team believes that they're going to go up there and that they're going to accept and embrace that weather and that they'll be able to, you know, find a way to run the ball. And, I, I mean, you, you wrote about the Terry Bradshaw game up there with, what was it, negative two passing yards? Two for 13, I think, for three yards. Oof. He'd throw I mean, the ball, I'm looking like straight across, and it'd end up 20 feet to the right because of the wind. Yeah, the one guy that we didn't get a chance to talk to that we wanted to was Presley Harvin. I mean, how is this going to get into the minds of the punt game? And, you know, one bad punt. If you could – there's a bad punt into the wind, can the Steelers take advantage of it? I mean, that, that's what these games – if the Steelers are going to have a chance, that's what it's going to come down to. Getting a break or two, I think each side are going to get weather breaks. Who takes advantage of them on Sunday? There's no doubt. And I see the Steelers got some good news. T.J. Watt, first-team All-Pro, AP. That's the big one. Forget the Pro Bowl. It's AP All-Pro. And Miles Killebrew makes it too, man. You block yeah. a few punts, you get a little bit of notoriety, don't you? Yeah, good for him. We just talked to him, and he was – Probably ecstatic, so I'm thinking. Well, and he's so thankful of his teammates. He said, you know, this is a team award. This isn't about me. And he's he's a, he's unbelievable when you talk to him. Um, just his faith, his um, not just, you know, his faith religiously, but his faith in his teammates and, and what they can do and the opportunity that he's had. It, it's pretty awesome. And we joke with Patrick Peterson about how, I don't know what the heck the players are watching. The players don't vote T.J. Watt 
all pro or first team all pro, but the media does. So we were telling him once again, the media knows better than the players what's going on <laughs> on that field. I'll bet he didn't like hearing that, right? No, he, he laughed. I got to give it to you guys. Uh, You're right about that one. All right. No TJ this week. What chance do you give the Steelers in this game? 10 point underdogs, Jeff. Uh, no TJ going in there now. I, I don't know if you heard Gabe Davis has been ruled out uh, for Buffalo. They're, you know, he's their deep threat. He just had four touchdown catches against Kansas City a couple years ago. Uh, what do you, what chance do you give the Steelers? That helps. I mean, because Buffalo's still going to take a chance or two. I mean, and forget the weather. I mean, I think Josh Allen is probably similar to a Ben Roethlisberger in the standpoint of they feel like they could they could make a throw no matter the weather uh, and taking a chance, much like it was against Baltimore, is that one play that changed the game. One. While it wasn't a huge deep pass, it was an opportunity for a, a splash play that the Steelers converted. Uh, but Gabe Davis does hurt them. Now, the weather may make that less and less of a factor. Right, right. The thing to me with Buffalo, Ron, are their tight ends. Kincaid is almost like a you – know, he's been compared in the Steeler room to a George Kittle, that he can line up anywhere, that he's dangerous you know, yards after catch. And then Knox has good hands. So it's not only one, but two tight ends. And, you know, in this type of game, you might run a lot of two tight end sets. So there's an advantage there for Buffalo that they're not only using their tight ends potentially to block, but that play action with those tight ends uh, could be an issue. So, listen, do do they have a chance? I think they do. I really do. If they can establish the run game and not turn it over as they have the last few weeks, yeah, I think they've got a chance in this game. I don't think Buffalo's invincible. Uh, They've shown it at times this year. Now, that being said, as well as the Steelers have been playing down the stretch, I mean, Buffalo's got wins at Kansas City and Miami, and they beat Dallas by three touchdowns. Yeah, it's not going to be easy. There's no doubt about that. Um, I, I, I keep reading reports. See, you know, we don't get to the locker room, Joe and I, because the locker room's open during our show. But they tell me, like, the confidence. Confident- or not, Ron. What's that? Coincidence or not. <laughs> They tell me that uh, the, the confidence in that room is palpable. Uh, do you feel that? Is that what three wins does? Is that the way they're running the ball? And I sense they're rallying around Mason Rudolph a little bit. All of that, all of that, Ron, is happening in there. Now, I would imagine in every postseason locker room right now, there's an excitement. No matter if you're the seventh seed or, you know, the top seed, there's a confidence. There's an anticipation of getting this postseason started. Yeah, it, it reminds me kind of of like it's almost like the beginning of the season. Everybody's optimistic, and I think even the Steelers, the seven seeds that had to have some help to get in, uh, they feel good about the way they're playing, about how they're playing, about um, the personnel, Mason Rudolph in that case, and even that, even in their depth and how they've built that. Yeah, they're going to be without TJ, but they get Minka back. Um, they feel like they might be able to do some things in the secondary, and if if they can just confuse Josh Allen and they've been pretty mum on exactly what they're going to do back there, they could confuse him just for a half second. That might be that half second that Alex Highsmith needs to be able to get to the quarterback. So uh, yeah, it is uh, uh, to explain it to everybody. I mean, these guys are almost borderline giddy. Like let's do this that they feel like um, they don't care what the prognosticators say. They feel very confident in what they could do on Sunday. We're talking to Jeff Hathorne here on the Cook and Joe Show. 
Jeff, uh, you know, to, I wrote about this for my Sunday column. The pressure is on the Bills here. Um, Starkey tells me 10-point underdog, if they, if the Steelers win as a 10-point underdog, would be the worst postseason loss in Buffalo history based on points. Now, I'm not comparing it to a Super Bowl loss necessarily. Uh, they have the third highest rated quarterback after uh, after uh, Mahomes and Lamar, and, and and Rudolph is 14th out of 14th. You know the Bills are the third betting choice to win the Super Bowl after San Francisco and Baltimore. The Steelers are 14th out of 14. There's a lot of pressure on the Bills, isn't there? I mean, you got to wonder if McDermott and 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 uh, Josh Allen are ever going to get them over the hump. Listen, if they go to Buffalo, and I think if they're leading or if it's a tight game at halftime, I mean, Buffalo's going to be feeling it. Let's say the Steelers take the lead in the third quarter. What, you could, what I could see happening is all of a sudden Josh Allen feels like he's got to make a play. Like, i got to go out there. Even, even though the weather's bad, i got to make a play. And that's exactly where the Steelers want it because he's susceptible to turning the ball over, as great as he can be. And he is. He also will turn it over, and you're going to feel it in the stands. Uh, just the the anxiousness, you know. Look at it from Buffalo's standpoint. I mean, they're getting the Steelers, who barely got into the playoffs with Mason Rudolph right. quarterback. You got to be thinking, you got this thing. Okay, do we get Kansas City next week? What's our, you know, what's the game? What's the matchup next week? So, yeah, if the Steelers are able to to stay in this early, get a lead early in that second, at some point in that second half, I think it's going to be, it's, I, I think this is going to be really interesting to see how Buffalo reacts because as, as you say, Ron, the pressure is all on them. Well, you know, I mean, the Steelers need to win a playoff game too. I mean, I'm, I don't, I don't buy that house money thing. You know, they lose this when Cam Hayward may never play in another playoff game. TJ, who knows what's going to happen. He has never won a playoff game since he's been here. Um, you know, so they have a lot to lose, too. I just think, you know, and maybe if Starkey was here, he could put it into words better than me because he's familiar with the, you know, the whole history of Buffalo, the teams breaking their fans' heart. I just got to think there'll be uneasiness in that stadium, like you said, if it's close. And that's what Tomlin wants, a game to keep it close, right? right? Yeah, and I don't think I don't think this this Steelers team carries the baggage of some of the playoff losses. I mean, there's been so much turnover in this team. I mean, there's guys that there are a number of guys that did play in Kansas City, but beyond that, I mean, you're you're looking at Hayward. I mean, Watt's not going to play. I mean, a lot of these guys have only played in maybe one or two Steeler playoff games. I don't. I, I think they see the opportunity. They feel that it's different. We'll see if it's different. How do they execute is going to be. We could say everything we want. We could talk all we want about game plans. How is this team going to execute up there? And what could be the latest thing I saw is that they're now gale warnings, <laughs> which, I mean, of 14 to 18 foot waves on Lake Erie. Oh, man. Uh, you know what? I might. Uh, no, I'm going to make it. I'm going to make it, Jeff. You're going to have to get me home safe. You're going to have to promise you and our good friend Sean McCullough has got to figure out how to get me home. <laughs> we'll figure out a way. Oh, man. Hey, the weather's going to be what, it, what it's going to be, whether we worry about it or not. And you know what they say? You, you know, can't worry about what you can't control, right? That's right. And we can't I, I, control that. What's your prediction, Jeff? Are you going to go out on a limb and say win? 
I think they have a chance to win. I know however, they have a chance, but that's not uh, what I'm asking you. How, however, as well as Mason's played in these games, that you know, I go with the quarterback that's made plays and made plays at, in big games, and you know, in this point in their careers, that's been Josh Allen, and I, I think Allen will be able to make a play. I do think it's going to be a low-scoring game. Um, I say Buffalo closer than people think. Like we get it, attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. 17-7, something like that. I think that's, I think that's what we're going to look at. Although, I'm really intrigued to see what this kicking is going to look like. And that, that we, you see some crazy videos on like blooper reels. This might be another one of those. Yeah, uh, you know, Brian I'm. Cl- Batco says hi. Uh, who says that, Batco? Yeah. Yeah. Tell Caboli. I don't. Uh, Caboli doesn't work on Fridays, does he? No, he gets a Veterans Day. Yeah, he gets a Veterans Day. Jeff, uh, I, you know, I'm close to you. I'm saying 17-6, uh, Buffalo. I think they're going to cover. Right. Anytime that, you know, Caboli says to me the other day on the air, oh, this is like stealing money. You bet on the Steelers 10 points. And I'm thinking anytime somebody says it's like stealing money, I run the other way, you know? Yeah. And I will remind people that I think I picked the Steelers to win each of the first four weeks of the season. So um, you may not want to bank on my predictions. (laughs) All right, Jeff, before I let you go, you and I were both at the hockey game last night. Uh, there's good points and there's bad points. I think you blow a four nothing lead and you get a point. That's not a good point. But you're down three one to that team, down three two to that team. You just tie it up, uh, Sydney, just out of his mind with 28.2 seconds left. I know you lose in overtime. I thought that was a pretty nice point last night for the Penguins. Yeah, and uh, you know, I I talked to Pedersen actually about it after the game and you know, like, how, what's your mindset on it? He's like. I think it's more that, hey, we're able to you know, scrap for a point against a really good team or a team that's at least playing as well as anybody in the NHL right now. And I think there's something to that. I think you build some confidence with Tristan Jari comes in and has two you know, shutout periods. I know he gave up a goal in overtime, but you could tell a little bit the way he flashed. I mean, you don't normally see him follow through with those glove saves. Like, that was, I think he was trying to make a statement about his job and what he can do and if that built some confidence for him, that might be even better than just getting a point. No, I, I don't think I'm with you on that. I heard he was asked after the game, how about, you know, Najelkovic has gotten more starts than he hasn't. And he had a great answer. He said, it's about who's given us the best chance to win. He's hot right now. I thought he had a pretty good answer to that question. Yeah. And, and he even stuck up for Najelkovic, Najelkovic by you know, saying those first three goals. I mean, they were, kind of backdoor tap-ins, which are hard for any goalie to stop. You know, he had a, he had an opportunity there because the question was more about the spark he provided, and what he started was, you know, defending his other goalie. And um, But he, I think he made it known by the way he was playing that I still can play this game, and I, I actually like that. I, that's what I want out of my story. I don't want him to, you know, crawl into a cave and hide. I want him to come out and show, like, I should be the damn starter. 
as long as it's handled in a competitive way and it's not, you know, something that's bad blood between them or with the team, uh, I do like that reaction. And to your point on Sid, I mean, I mean Jeff, it, it, it's crazy, isn't it, how good he is playing? I mean, he's literally carrying that team. That shot, uh, you know, Thatcher, uh, Dembo didn't have a shot at that that shot down the left wing yesterday. He just ripped that by him, and then he ties it up with 28.2 seconds left. Yeah, on a night where, you know, the power play struggled, they got Again. nothing from their second line. I mean, the second line has been such a – enigma this year where at times it's just incredible and then it just disappears yeah i mean if they get into the postseason i think there are a couple guys you'll look back it's the way crosby played through this first half and hopefully he can keep it going through the second half uh and and getting a quality backup goalie that you could count on those two things have at least allowed them to tread water to where they didn't get you know knocked so far back that they're you know miles away or have to you know, climb a, a huge mountain. They're, they're still in this thing, and it's halfway through. And I think the last 20 games have been better than the first 20. And if they can keep building on that, maybe get a little bit more consistency for their power play. I think they could be a playoff team. And then, you know, we'll see how they're doing uh, when that time comes. But I wouldn't want to play them with their experience in a series, uh, especially if they, you know, start figuring a few things out. That doesn't mean they're not flawed, but uh, at least we've seen some some better games against some good competition too, Ron. Oh, that Vancouver team is really good. I'm such a fan of Talkit. I think he's a terrific coach and and, and GM Jr. Uh, you know Jim Rutherford. They're a really good team. A really good. Oh, this, I guess they have the second best record in hockey after Winnipeg, right? Yeah, and then, you know JT Miller's. I mean, I know he had a roughing call, which probably riled some people up. I mean. The local kid that is a really nice player and a, and a good ad for them uh, that he's been here over the last what, whatever it's been 14 months or whatever. Um, yeah, I think they're a they're a team that's going to be reckoned with out west. And now you know tomorrow you get Carolina. There's another one of those teams that that you struggle with. If you could find a way to get two points at Carolina, um, then again I, I I see that arrow you know creeping north. We're creeping upwards because, you know, north is always up, right? <laughs> Jeff, I, we're headed north, I think, northeast. You know, maybe you guys should leave now to get up there just to be oh. sure for kickoff. Safe travels. I know you're going up Sunday morning, uh, and then I'm coming back with you guys after the game. I'll see you at, what is it called now, Highmark Stadium, right? Isn't that what yes. it's called? Yes. Uh, for however many long, however long they still exist before the new one, and, can they put a dome on the new one, please? <laughs> I'd like to put a whole dome over uh, over that area, you know, at least till we get in and out of there. Jeff, thanks, man, for the time. We'll see you in Buffalo. All right. Thanks, Ron. All right. The great Jeff Hathorn. Um, it's going to be interesting, man. I mean, Starkey loves snow weather. He loves those games. Uh, who did I see? Somebody on, on TV was just saying, or maybe it was Pete Prisco that – this ruins the games that it, you know, you want to have the best playing the best under the best circumstances. That's why everybody, you know, most want, you know, Super Bowls in good weather sites. I think a lot of that is to do with the sponsors too. You know, the sponsors don't really want to go to Pittsburgh or Detroit or New York. They want to go somewhere where it's warm, but I also buy that, you know, I want to see the best play under the best conditions. And I don't think we're going to get that. Uh, this weekend in Buffalo. 
All right, uh, the fan text line is brought to you by Edgar Snyder & Associates, a personal injury law firm where they always say there's never a fee unless we get money for you. You can follow us on the fan Twitter. It's brought to you by South Hills Kia in Peters Township. You can visit them online at southhillskia.net. And social media's biggest loser, uh, brought to you by Awaken 180 Weight Loss. Reserve your consultation today at Awaken 180 Weight Loss. Uh, Starkey always gives it to Chris Mahler. We'll give it to him again this week, uh, this today too. All right, we're going to finish up with some football talk, the Steelers game and the other games, five other games, one, two, three, four other games going on this weekend and then the game Monday night between the Eagles and Buccaneers. We'll talk about all of that next coming up here on the Cook and Joe Show. Before we get to that, I want to talk to you one final time this week about Mr. Reuter Plumbing, Pittsburgh's best plumbing company. And I'll tell you how Bob Beal has built a plumbing company empire that's going on 21 years in this market. Uh, He learned a business from his dad back in the 60s who said, son, treat people the right way, do a good job, charge a reasonable fee, and and you're going to have a heck of a career. And that's what Bob Beal has done with Mr. Reuter Plumbing. As I said, almost 21 years in this market. You see the trucks out on the road every day. There's more than 50 of them headed to somebody's home to fix a broken water heater, maybe to somebody's business to fix a backed-up sewer. Nobody does it better than Mr. Reuter Plumbing. Write the phone number down. We are in that type of weather where you have plumbing issues with broken pipes, with the weather supposed to get as cold as it is around here next uh, week. 412-Reuter2, 412-Reuter2. Check out the website, MrRuterPittsburgh.com. I say this uh, without any hesitation. Pittsburgh's number one full-service plumbing company, Mr. Reuter Plumbing. Well, we're going to start the show, finish the show where we started. The weather is such a big story. I'm looking up now at ESPN. Kickoff in Kansas City, minus 3. The wind chill, minus 23. Uh, and and by 11 o'clock, uh, uh, Saturday night when that game is getting close to being finished, minus seven, wind chill minus 27. The wind, the story of, of these playoffs uh, is definitely uh, the wind. And I mentioned the coldest game that's regarded uh, ever was the ice ball, Lambeau Field, 1967, the NFL championship, December 31st, minus 13, wind chill minus 14. There was a Cincinnati uh, San Diego game at Riverfront Stadium in Cincinnati, minus nine with wind chill, minus 59. Uh, and then there have been a couple Steeler games, I remember. The AFC Championship game against the Patriots after the 04 season was 11 degrees at kickoff, wind chill uh, below, uh, below zero. And then the coldest I've ever been at a football game was uh, – in the 2009 season, a Thursday night in Cleveland, I think it was at 15, it kick off the wind blowing off of Lake Michigan, it made it just feel miserable. The Steelers lost that night. Ben didn't even uh, warm up on the field. He stayed in the tunnel. It was so brutal. He goes, it wouldn't have, it wouldn't have helped me to warm up on the field because it was so cold. That was the game the Steelers lost, their fifth in a row. Casey Hampton's famous quote to me, this bleep is a wrap. That was the headline in the Post-Gazette. Uh, it's going to be probably colder in Kansas City than Pittsburgh uh, or in Buffalo. 
for that game, but I think the winds and uh, snow maybe are going to be worse uh, in Buffalo for the Steelers game. Either way, I guess uh, Miles Killebrew spoke to the media today after being named first-team All-Pro special teams player, uh, said, bring it on, we're ready for it. Uh, like Jeff Hathorne said, it's all about a state of mind, right? You, you, you know, you, you tell yourself you're not cold, you're not cold. That's a bunch of bunk. If it's minus uh, 20 degrees wind chill, I don't care what I tell myself, I'm going to be cold. But I'm just telling you what the Steelers are saying. We'll see if they can get it done. Uh, for the first time, win a playoff game for the first time in seven years. The Fan Text Line is brought to you by Edgar Snyder & Associates, a personal injury law firm where they always say there's never a fee unless we get money for you. All right, Sean. Uh, Starkey sent his picks for the weekend in. I have mine here. We'll offer yours up as well. We'll save the Steelers for last. The first game of the weekend is Cleveland at Houston. Houston is getting two points at home. Can Joe Flacco do it again? I don't know. What about C.J. Stroud? Uh, he's going to be rookie of the year. Can he do it again? Now, Cleveland won this game. They won in Houston on Christmas Eve. Uh, that was uh, Stroud missed the game because he was in concussion protocol. Uh, Houston chances are a lot better uh, with C.J. Stroud. They're getting two at home but I'm going to ride that Flacco magic a little longer. I'm going to go with Cleveland. What do you What do you have and what does Joe have? Okay, I will go first. Uh, all logic says Cleveland here, veteran quarterback who's been through it all against a rookie, but I am going to go against that. For some reason, I have a feeling that we're going to see Stroud emerge on a national stage, and I think maybe the Cinderella run ends for Flacco. I am going with the Houston Texans in this one. Well, that'll break hearts in Cleveland, won't it? Oh, my God. They'll go crazy if their team loses this one. However, Joe Starkey disagrees. He has the Brownies. So he and I both have the Browns on that one. Stroud, I, I mean, the, now here's the temperatures I'm looking up for the Buffalo uh, forecast. Uh, 1 o'clock kickoff on Sunday, 19 degrees. Winds 20 to 25 miles an hour, one degree wind chill. By four or five o'clock when the game's over, it actually gets a little warmer, uh, 21 degrees, uh, two degree wind chill, 20 to 25 mile an hour winds. Now, they don't have anything about the, the snow up there, which is going to be interesting. They're saying it, it could be anywhere, six, six inches a foot. Who knows? Yeah, that's that's going to be crazy. I, I... I can't imagine trying to play football if there's a foot of snow. <laughs> I don't know well, how. They, they, I know pretty, they're going to clear it the best they can, but yeah. especially if it's during the game itself, it, you basically might not even be able to attempt extra points at that juncture if it's really that significant. I, I know, but they're they're pretty good. This isn't Buffalo's first rodeo. You know they've been through this before, right? So we'll see. All right, this, the game, uh, second game tomorrow is Miami at Kansas City. We've already talked about what the weather is going to be like there. Wind chill could be as low as 30 below. Um, uh, you know what? This is one of those games, though, that I go against the line. Everybody in the world thinks Kansas City's going to blow them out. The line is only four and a half, by the way. There's not a lot of respect for Kansas City this year because they haven't played well. Um, Kelsey's had a disappointing year. Mahomes has nobody else to throw to. I'm going to go with Miami and take the points. 
four and a half because everybody in the world thinks it's going to be KC. I actually think Miami's the better team. That said, being the better team doesn't necessarily translate to winning in the playoffs on the road. And there's just in that condition. I just I don't think the Chiefs are great, but I can't write them off until I actually see them lose a playoff game with Pat Mahomes. I mean, they they make it to the AFC Championship or the Super Bowl every year with him. So I know that this is probably the toughest season he has had, but I am picking them to win, even though I do think Miami's better. The Chiefs find a way to keep their season alive. Uh, But are they going to cover by four and a half? Yes. That's the question we are. What does Starkey pick? His pick, the Kansas City Chiefs. All right, no surprise there. That that that's an easy one. So we have one different. A lot of people are thinking Kansas City's going to win that uh, only because of the weather conditions. All right, we got three games Sunday. The Steelers is the first, as I said. We'll pick that one last. I think the Green Bay game is is fascinating. Uh, you know, but I, I wanted to say one other thing about Miami though, Kansas City, two zero and four in sub forty five degree weather. It's going to be a lot colder than 45, isn't it? It's also a homecoming for Tyreek Hill going back to Kansas City. Big story there. Kansas City won in Miami on November 5th. They held Tyreek Hill to 62 receiving yards and forced a fumble that they returned uh, for a touchdown. One other note about Mahomes, multiple TD passes in six consecutive uh, playoff games. He's just just a machine. Uh, To me, maybe the best quarterback of all time. All right, the second game on Sunday, 4:30, uh, in you know considered the one of the prime two prime spots, the Sunday afternoon late game and the Sunday night game. Green Bay at Dallas, it's the Mike McCarthy Bowl. Uh, McCarthy obviously led the Packers to a Super Bowl win against the Steelers after the 2010 season, uh, and now trying to get Dallas. They have not been to a Super Bowl since 1995. Uh, when they beat the Steelers, uh, I believe that was in Phoenix, if I remember correctly, maybe at Sun Devil Stadium. I was there. I just, I'm, I'm pretty sure that's where it was. Uh, this stat amazed me. Dak Prescott of Dallas led the league with touchdown passes, 36 this year. Guess who finished second? Jordan Love of Green Bay had 32 touchdown passes. Um, I think it's going to be a fun game. I, I, I'm i going with the underdog in this one. I'm going with Green Bay. Dallas is favored by seven. I'm going to take Green Bay in the seven. Uh, who do you got, Sean, and who does Starkey have? Yeah, seven is a lot, but I just feel like it's a, a situation where Green Bay is probably just going to be happy to be in the playoffs. I certainly didn't think they were going to be a playoff team this season ahead of schedule. Dallas has a lot more to prove because they've been in the playoffs, haven't been able to make a deep run. They'll at least make a run that extends beyond this week. I think Dallas just barely gets uh, a cover in this one. So you, oh, they cover. They're going to be win by more than seven. Yeah, I think maybe eight to ten. What does Starkey have? Green Bay Packers. Yeah, he and I, three out of Two out of three, the same so far. All right, the last game of the night, and we'll pick the uh, Eagles-Tampa Bay game on Monday night. Man, what's happening to the Eagles? Uh, they, they've just, they're a mess. Can they get it together against Baker Mayfield? We'll talk about that Monday uh, as we part probably after digesting what happens between the Steelers and Bills. The Rams at Detroit. This game has fascinating storylines, too. Both quarterbacks are playing against their former team. Jared Goff led the uh, 
the Rams to a Super Bowl. Didn't win it. Lost to Green Bay. I think it was 15-3. to This is 8 o'clock Sunday night, by the way. Matthew Stafford, longtime quarterback with Detroit, uh, now uh, has moved on to L.A., led L.A. to a Super Bowl win. Um, Detroit is trying to win its first playoff game since 1991. That has been an eternity. Detroit is minus three at home. I'm going with the L.A. Rams. I think they're hot. Uh, I have a lot of respect for Sean McVay. I think Stafford is healthy. Uh, the, the receivers cup in uh, Nakua, really good. I'm going with the Rams. I think Aaron Donald is going to take one last run at a deep postseason run. So give me the Rams plus three. Sean, who do you have? I have the Rams winning this one outright. I'm a Niners fan. They get to sit around and watch. The team that scares me the most in the NFC is the Rams, so I think they are poised for a late-season run. Mr. Starkey concurs. He goes with the Rams. So we only have one different. We only have – he's picking Kansas City. I'm picking Miami. Well, we have one different so far. We still got the big game of the week uh, to pick here. Uh, it is 50, um, a 50-minute mark on the fan, Sean. I, I hit it again. You got to pat me on You the are back on a here. roll. Uh, the 50-minute mark on the fan is brought to you by South Hills Chrysler Jeep Dodge, Route 19 in Peters Township. They're celebrating 50 years in the South Hills. We might as well do uh, that this is our What's Cooking segment. It's brought to you by your local GEICO rep, Tim Hester. Thank you, Mr. Hester. Very kindly. And it's also brought to you by Mr. Reuter. Thank you, Mr. Reuter. Call 412-Reuter2. All right. Here we go. Steelers at Buffalo, 10-point line. I just sent my uh, my prediction into the Post-Gazette, and I said 17-6 in favor of Buffalo. I have them covered. I said uh, uh, not enough for the Steelers. They're going to have their seventh year in a row without a playoff win. Of course, I'd love to be wrong. Uh, I just think Buffalo at home, even though they got a lot of pressure on them, it's going to be uh, they're going to find a way to win this game. And I think they're going to find a way to cover. That line strikes me as being uh, too big. And as, as Caboli said, oh, it's stealing money. Bet your house on the, uh, the Steelers. I'm sorry. When I hear that kind of stuff, I go the other way. So I'm going to say Steelers lose 17-6. And Buffalo covers. What do you got, Sean? I think it's either going to be a three-point margin or a three-score margin. It's it's either going to be really close or it's going to completely get away from the Steelers. But uh, with Donnie Football standing next to me, I can't pick up against the black and gold. So I'm going Steelers to cover, however, the Bills to win. So you think it'll be closer than a 10-point game? Yes. And finally, I'd Joe love, Starkey. I, yeah, who does he have? Says... As painful as it might be, the Pittsburgh Steelers to cover. I don't think he cares about Buffalo anymore, although he'll rub it in if they lose and how miserable he grew up and how they stink in Buffalo and how it's affected him and had him turn out the way he is. That could be a reason why he is the way he is. Maybe that's why he's sick right now, too. He's just all those thoughts of those past memories coming back to him. All right. Sean, don't call me Seth. Great job uh, twice this week. We really appreciate it. Uh, let me give you the weather before we leave. Uh, it's it's not too bad here right now. 44, maybe some rain tonight, a little bit of snow tomorrow. Uh, weather brought to you by Sun Chevy. 
2024 starts with great incentives on the Trailblazer, Equinox, uh, Blazer, and Silverados. That's sunchevy.com. Also, Sun Chevy Route 19 in McMurray. Sean, wish me luck, will you? Good luck, I'm driving Ron. up tomorrow with Dulac and Ray and then coming back after the game with uh, uh, Jeff Hathorne and our good friend uh, Sean McCullough. Now, are you I'm a passenger? Worried. You're not driving. No, I'm not driving. I'll let Jeff do that. Um, I just hope we don't end up in a ditch. I'm not worried about getting there tomorrow. A little worried about getting to the game, but really worried about getting home. Close you know, your I've eyes on every, the way back. I've, made, I've been to every game this year. I made all 17 of them, and all my flights were perfect. On time, you know, to Houston, to Vegas, to Seattle, all perfect. I'm due for a bad one. You know that? I'm due for a bad one. Hopefully it won't be this one. I think the Steelers are saying the same thing. Hey, everybody, have a safe weekend. Enjoy that uh, Steelers-Buffalo game. Uh, Hopefully I'll be wrong on the prediction and we'll be talking about a win on Saturday. Thank you for listening. Starkey and I know you make our show what it is, and we can't appreciate it any more than we do. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And make sure you tune back in Monday morning at 10 to the Cook and Joe Show. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.